0: Welcome back. What day is it today? Oh, it's Sunday. We are on time once again for Attack on Titan. Right. And we're taking time
1: out of the week to skip the All-Star Weekend to watch this. Uh it yeah, goes to show
0: priority. Yeah, who needs basketball when you have Shingeki no Kyojin?
1: Truly, what a, I've never heard of truer statement, especially with this week's episode. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. Crazy. Yeah, but it, it went it went crazy.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's just get into it first, though. This is our fiftieth episode. Fun fact. Wow,
1: who would have thought that um, when we started this oh so long ago that it would still be
0: going. Yeah, we've been at it for almost a year now, presumably.
1: Right. Yeah, um, if it's our fiftieth episode, and we do one episode a week. Then yeah.
0: Yeah. Hof- right. Hopefully, our content has gotten better and our, our quality too.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, but it's um
0: definitely it hasn't. Um,
1: I have I've never been bored, it's, and it, I definitely can see myself just continuing doing this for like literally the rest of my waking life. <laughs> As long as I still have the ability to comprehend stuff, see stuff, and talk, it's going on.
0: Yeah, so so if you've been with us since episode one of Tower of God, drop a, I don't know, crown emoji in, in our Instagram post. For I'm the not week. even
1: sure if there is, exists a crown emoji, but yes, do oh, it.
0: I, definitely a crown emoji. Oh, okay, you Has
1: drop You
0: drop it. All right, all right, all right. I, I will, I will. Okay, let's let's get into the episode. Title is Children of the Forest. I don't know about you, but when I first saw the title, I thought maybe they were talking about Gabby and Falco because they've kind of been in the forest this whole time mm-hmm. um, or running around in the forest. But right. as we later find out, it's a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, it's a metaphor for this cruel world that we live in and how children shouldn't even be in it. But because they are, they're making all these naive decisions and choices but to preface Mm -hmm. i was drinking wine red wine too before this episode and during the episode so it's very fitting i'm i'm kind of sad that you didn't have your little giga cup that you normally do
0: (laughs) yeah next week how do you feel do you feel all locked up from from the spinal fluid
1: oh well that's the thing i don't so it's like i didn't even take it good but, but i mean it, it only added to the episode like every time they said wine i, I took another little tiny <laughs> sip and then i could just <laughs> feel myself getting, yeah i could just feel myself getting hot and then when they did the reveal after reveal i was just like oh
0: whoa oh man but yeah we we kick off the episode with a kind of a flashback i guess with zeke narrating so we finally get to see the story behind the town that he turned into all Titans. And again, this was Connie's village that um, Zeke turned into Titans. So I guess the way it worked, <laughs> they they pull Zeke's spinal fluid out of his body, somehow turn it into a gas. They gas this whole town that paralyzes everyone, um, only Eldians specifically, Um, And then he uses his voice, I guess, to turn them into Titans. I'm not sure if I was following that correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah. He said something. I think it was with his voice, but he channeled it through the quote-unquote paths with the coordinate. And then, because remember, the coordinate is able to have a connection with all of the Eldians. So what's
0: what's the coordinate?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I kind of forgot. I think Aaron has the coordinate
0: okay i sent I'm, I'm just looking at what he said on my command i send the power of the titans to the coordinate via paths so he's not actually commanding him or them because that's something only aaron can do right but he's right. just kind of sending them his way i guess
1: yeah i think he's like channeling it to the one person who has the connection to all Eldians. And then in turn, that will pass to the ones who have inhaled the gas. But I think it's interesting because what happened was they started the episode off with that explanation and we kind of just bought it. Like we didn't really question it. Like it seemed so novel that we accepted it. So we first, we thought it was a gas. Second, we thought that they would be, they would turn completely rigid because everything made sense. And because of those, fatal assumptions like i don't think anybody really saw like we saw the wine coming but we didn't really see it coming because at the beginning of this episode that explanation didn't quite match the wine so it, it was well played by the writers
0: right it's like it's like when you read those books where it's uh where you have a narrator but as you go on in the book you're like hmm is this narrator actually reliable? It's kind of what that first scene was like. And I'm trying to think of an example, but I can't right now, but so you okay. know what I'm talking about.
1: We'll get back to it if you think of something, but yeah, so that was a, <laughs> it was an assumption that literally could have killed everybody, but including us, like, we continue, we continue. Oh, and then Levi just says, I feel like something is fishy because you just have no, no guilt over all of this. Just true. Cause the dude was just basically telling him, He's like hey this is what i did
0: right right he has he has no no remorse over killing these people
1: yeah and i feel like i feel like because because he's done it for so like he's done it so much before in the past like while they were back at marley it's like if he had guilt over this there's no way he would have kept doing it so he had to like suppress his guilt in order to just be able to deal with this. So now he's like, Hey, I still want to save the Eldians, but I'm like hardened to the killing of the individual ones, but I want to save you as a race.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. But then we get hit with the title sequence, uh, a banger as always, as, um, and then, yeah, we pick up where we left off with the Browse family pulling up to this restaurant, all the kids there, um, ben and mia included mm-hmm. and yeah so now now that they're aware that Nicolo is a fellow marley they they try and connect with him sort of off-site um or in in the back storage room um right yeah i guess i guess what's the point of that like they are just hoping that he's on their side but secretly like harboring that grudge against the other eldians is that what they're kind of hoping for but obviously turned out to not be the case
1: yeah I think so I think they just really assumed that all the Marlins were here as captives and they were just like well if you're a captive you're surely on our side and there's just right. no questioning but I thought it was interesting when like um, Kea was telling them about Nicolo and how like how they were related and like why they were coming to this restaurant anyways for the free meal and it was because mm-hmm. He, you know, the, his relation with Sasha, and then I, at that moment it panned to Falco's face, and then I think he already knew at that point. It was like, "Oh and shit!" shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was already like, um, you know, for for foreshadowing, but
0: but yeah, right. right. Ugh, just yeah. But then the scouts also pull up. We we remember them. Galloping on their horses towards the restaurant, um, right. you know, to interview Niccolo since he was another one of the the volunteers. Peak right. meanwhile is still somewhere in the area maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. Um, but yeah, Jean is about to crack open the wine and Niccolo puts on that facade of like, ah, uh, you Eldian scum you, you're not deserving of the wine." when actually he's trying to protect them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah i mean admirable. i i admirable you know honestly i just feel like he was the most interesting character because it's like he's so obviously from that side and then yet he comes here and then he just like you know lives life but he's open he's open-minded to the point where he like changed his worldview and he's like fuck this war i really just care about food and making people happy and then you (laughs) and it's just he's an interesting character uh throughout this entire episode
0: so. cares about food and sasha that's about yeah it.
1: good enough and then it's just at the same time he's like just so conflicted it's like he grew up thinking that they're devils and yet he comes here and it's so nice and now he's like the one of my own killed this devil who i happen to like and it's i mean it's understandable how how he feels like completely
0: right yeah yeah let's talk about that scene so falco and gabby Follow him into the wine cellar. Right. And they're like, ah, oh, we're we're and warrior candidates and we're <laughs> our, our people are gonna launch a strike in, in the near future. So hold on out until then, we'll come and rescue you. And he's just like um, how did you get here? Did you kill <laughs> someone on your way here? And Gabby's just like super enthusiastically like, Yes, I, I shot this girl in in the air blimp. <laughs> And Falco's just like, yo, shut up. He's like, wait a second. Wait a second. You
1: fucking loud mouth. <laughs> uh, and she's oh, like, oh, uh, I, I love the way they um, animated his face. It just it was so horror, horrific and angry. Like, I don't think anybody has been that angry during this whole season and there you could just see it in his face every single line that the shadows were made of was just was just mad
0: yeah i really like when they do that when it's like all the eyes have those like vertical dark lines over them over right. them and it's, it's like, a good touch yeah but yeah oh. i mean i i
1: think that was the most fr- the the most what's it called it's like fulfilling satisfying scene all season Even more so than like them going to attack the Liberio.
0: Right. It's like what we, the audience, have been wanting to do this whole time just smash Gabby over the head with this bottle of wine.
1: I feel bad for Falco, I will say, but the punch made up for it.
0: Yeah. He, yeah. Nicolo still got the job done. Um, But yeah, Falco, yeah. Falco is like just taking all this beating for no reason. (laughs)
1: I just feel I feel bad at this point for him. It's like
0: it's like, bro, you, Falco, You gotta you gotta get over Gabby. She's she's nothing but trouble. She brought you over to this island. Now you're getting your head smashed in with wine. <laughs>
1: Is Falco dead?
0: Who knows? Maybe Who knows.
1: But he drank some of the fluid, so um,
0: rip. True, true, true. But he didn't get locked up, so who knows if maybe there was no fluid or maybe the fluid doesn't act in the way that we think it does
1: there's no way the fluid locks people up that was that was zeke's biggest play and it worked it worked
0: it worked it it worked to a
1: perfection it was disgusting how well it worked
0: (sighs) yeah it's like i'm trying to think what to compare it to it's like a russian roulette almost like Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but you still have to kind of act as if it does, even if it doesn't. You know?
1: Mm, maybe I, I may I may follow.
0: Yeah, may. I don't know if I follow. Well, but okay. So
1: I... on that note, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of things like this that make the best villains. Like you know, there was a reason why Thanos was kind of a great villain. It's like his his like overall goal was good it's like the universe is way too crowded and how else are you gonna fairly kill off half of this population without you know prejudice or you just you just yeah just kill half of them and it's like just
0: randomly pick half
1: right and then it's like if you did it sure things would be bad temporarily but you solved the problem and meanwhile it's like the avengers are like well we don't care about the long-term solution we just care about short term immediate, immediate goals it's like those stock companies who all they care about is like quarterly earnings instead of looking at long-term um uh, you know business success GameStop. right and so these people are ultimately the good guys you know because it's what we measure it on it's like yeah the avengers you know they're saving lives but nobody's really stopping to think well now we're still overpopulated and it's like zeke is like the same thing it's like well i'm gonna kill a few people here and there and so i'm the bad guy sure but Ultimately, we're, I'm saving the population. So, who's really the bad guy?
0: Right. So, so Zeke's ultimate goal is to save all all the Eldians, right? And make them not the enemy of the world. Right. So, I guess what, what does him telling the lie of that his spinal fluid can freeze up Eldians, like, what does that do? Just, like, kind of give him the power, put fear in their eyes, or... What's kind of the goal of that?
1: I feel like it's just to let their guard down because it's like as soon as they start seeing one person like freeze up, then they immediately know, oh, that's he drank his fluid. That's suspicious. How did his fluid get into his drink? Let's investigate what they drank. Oh, it was this wine? Oh, it was coincidentally imported on during the first scout fleet ship here? That's sus. But now it's like, oh, because nobody's freezing up, then... I guess everything is fine. There's nothing suspicious about this wine that coincidentally probably tastes good too and is also reserved for only the higher ranks. Is is what I think. Right.
0: But I mean he's he still somehow turned all the people into Titans, right? Which I guess we know we already knew was part of his powers, right? Right. So I, think, I guess
1: Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm just trying to think it through like what does telling that lie actually accomplish? Or like is it maybe a prerequisite for being able to get turned into a Titan? Or
1: Well, I, I just I just feel like because he tells this lie, there like because if he if this was actually true, like if it was uh-huh. actually true, then people as soon as they drank the wine and the wine caused them to become rigid, they wouldn't Mm -hmm. drink the wine anymore. And thus, he wouldn't have infected a large part of the military high command with his fluid. But because he told this lie, and then people drank the wine and nothing happened, they're like, oh, this wine doesn't have the fluid in there. Thus, we're going to keep drinking it. And so people keep drinking it, and then that way more people get infected with his fluid. And then it all it takes is one scream from him to activate all of these people now, as opposed to just a few. It's kind of like it's kind of like COVID. You you tell people, hey, COVID has a lot of symptoms, and so when people who are asymptomatic they get it, they don't know anything, so they're like, oh, I don't have COVID, so I'm gonna keep spreading it.
0: Yeah. So, so I guess then the fluid is like a. The prerequisite for getting turned into a titan is what we're saying, right? Like, right. you have to come somehow consume the fluid. Then, when he does his scream thing and you turn into a titan, yeah,
1: right. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm like 99% sure that's what happened, right? Because, and then that's okay, why so it does what,
0: yeah, so that's how they cap that's how they conquered that capital in one night or something, right? Right,
1: exactly. And that's the thing, it's like because that- they weren't
0: necessarily Eldians. They're just random people,
1: right? Well, because well, well, only Eldians who drink the fluid can turn into Titans.
0: Okay, yeah. so they
1: probably just sent some of like the captives, you know, like the Liberio people, just like how yeah. he sent them as bombs and like they he f- threw them from the from the plane, and then the fact that those people were in straitjackets. When they th- were thrown from the plane instead of just, you know, mm-hmm. rigid, because if they had just been rigid, then you wouldn't have had to put them in straitjackets. jackets, but they put them in straitjackets, jackets and then they threw them. So true,
0: true, true, true. So this spinal fluid lets him turn people into Titans, but does not, nest- but does not lock you up and paralyze you. Right. Cool. It's tricky, tricky. I, I am with it now.
1: Okay. Same, same. But yeah, so now who knows, like, how much of the island already has, you know, his fluid running around inside them.
0: Oh, all, all the MPs, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, literally.
1: Dude, the MPs are useless.
0: <laughs> literally.
1: All right, okay, okay. but so where do we leave off? Oh, my favorite part. So after he punches him, then he drags both of them up to the, in front of the parents, and he's like, this is the girl that killed your daughter. She boarded this aircraft and shot her. And if you take this knife, if you don't take this knife and kill her, I'm going to.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure all of us were like, do it, do it, just kill her. But then, yeah, Mr. Mr. Browse takes the high route. And it's very much like, I think it was what Armin said a couple episodes ago. Like if we, if we don't stop the killing, oh no, actually it was Jean, right? He was like, if we, kill these kids like when is the killing ever gonna stop right like he said that right. when they captured them on the airship right so yeah that's pretty much what he said and they they spare him um, the scouts kind of come into to try and defuse the situation as well <laughs> but then kaya comes swinging with the knife in and uh, almost gets her almost gets her.
1: almost i was i was like go go kyle (laughs) like i i think you know the the dad he's like he's right you know it's 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 like it's kind of like the parent who has been through a lot and they know enough to give like to tell you the right decision to make but it's like you're the kid and it's like it just feels so right to to do what you want and not worry about the future consequences
0: I mean, like clearly, clear, clearly he's in pain and probably wants to kill Gabby too, because like he starts crying and his wife starts crying too once Gabby gets taken away. But yeah. yeah, I guess he knows that it's right to not just kill the kids. And yeah, I don't know. That was a tough, tough scene to watch. And it was. yeah, I think when Gabby was like, "Mr. Braun, do you not hate me?" I mean, he probably does, but I think that maybe she's starting to figure it out that like not all Eldians are, are as bad as she was taught or as they were made out to be when she was getting taught as a kid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, it was, it was such a powerful scene. I agree. I just want to like reiterate that, but it's like every, everybody's reaction made sense. And it's like every single person's reaction was based off of the history and the, past experiences that they had lived which is also what makes it really beautiful like because everything made sense it was never like a why would you do that like nicolo obviously he's going to do that mr braun more experienced also with the forest analogy well it's very plausible that he would do something like that and then gabby sitting there shell shocked for probably the first time is finally going through that change so it's like it all makes sense which is like you don't see that every day so It's good writing.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, we see some character growth out of Gabby coming out of this, but I'm I'm not not betting on it. (laughs) I'm not betting on it. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) Well, right now she's currently sitting at the table with Aaron. So she better have some kind of change.
0: No, she's just gonna be like Aaron Yeager. I finally get to meet you, and now I can kill you. (laughs)
1: Okay, so we'll see what happens next episode.
0: (laughs) Uh, But then, yeah, that that was kind of the most heated part of the episode. Then we get the middle info card at the commercial break. And then we cut over to, back to Levi. He's talking with, I don't know, some other scouts, I guess. And what did they tell him? Like the Jaegerists kind of have control of the capital now that their commander is dead. Yeah. Yeah, I I like the part where Levi was like, "I save Aaron over and over, and more and more people die each time." And like those scenes were like playing in the background against the trees. I thought that was a, a pretty cool scene. Right.
1: It is frustrating though. I mean, it's like you put all your hope and trust in him, and you sacrifice all your friends, and then he goes and does this.
0: <laughs> this dude, Aaron.
1: Uh, but anyway so they flash right back over and then I, I presumably well before we go back presumably zeke is listening or he's kind of just like huh this is exactly what i thought anyways then they flash back over and they finally starts uh, nicolo starts to explain the wine to gene and then he's just like yeah they we packed like way more than was actually needed elena told me nobody else knew really but just serve it to high high ranking officers um and then Gene was like, wait, but I thought, but nobody's frozen up yet. And then they realized, oh, we got played.
0: Yeah. And I sorry, just one thing. I don't think Zeke was listening because it showed them like high up in the trees. They must have used their like ODM gear to get up there. So I think they were out of out of the hearing range, but Third yeah, they, they did get played. Um, what did Hanji say? Like that was the biggest card or something like that that something Zeke like had that. to play
1: yeah I forget what he said something like that
0: yeah but it was a uh, good good stuff Gene I think forgives him for for being uh condescending earlier because he was actually protecting them so right. They're they're on good terms again.
1: Yeah, and then Nico's Niccolo's just like I don't know what I'm doing. He's he's just so conflicted.
0: But. yeah, good character. can't can't blame him. He's a prisoner of war who's who fell in love with one of their people, and I don't know. Right.
1: Then we continue on, and then Gabby's like, "Hey, I killed your friend. I bludgeoned this guard, and I've done what else? You want to kill me, right?" And then he's like. Or Armin's like, no, stop, I don't. Stop talking about killing. Kill this,
0: kill that.
1: It's all you think about. Just like somebody that we used to know. And then you
0: literally... Strolls on in.
1: (laughs) Right in the background, the scene doesn't even change. You just see him. I I thought he was like like a hologram or something. I thought that, you know, he was a figment of Armin's imagination and that he was just going to be like a little ghost. But no, it was actually him.
0: And then he, he pulls up with his right hand in the air, splashed down the middle of it, blood dripping. And he's just, you know, letting them know, hey, I can uh, turn into a Titan at any second here. <laughs> so what a beast. So ass, dude. What a beast.
1: Truly. But yeah, so yep. then he does that, and then at the same time they flash back over, and then turns out the bald chef was the informant. And he was like, Niccolo, you've been too obsessed with Eldians. This was all, this was gonna happen one day or the next flock comes right. with the pistol, and he's just laughing manically, maniacally, <sighs> and then Hanji's like, Wait, don't do it. And then I forget what exactly happens that tips her to, uh, to know that Flock knew already. Something about the MPs.
0: Well, yeah, she was like, yeah, Hanji said something. And then he was like, oh, it'll just turn the MPs into bigger idiots. And then Hanji was like, wait, I never said the MPs drank it. Did you know about the wine? And then he turns back with like his face is all shadowed and he has his evil laugh
1: right and that's that that whole thing is interesting too because now that i think about it so because when i think it's like it's like um the scouts are there right they figure out that the fluid exists and now they're suddenly like oh it's zeke versus us again us as in all the scouts and then they're like we're concerned for you because you may have drank the fluid too and then but that's why he's laughing so hard because it's like oh we knew this entire time which <laughs> makes it all the more like off- offensive for Hanji and them
0: so if, so if Yelena knew flock knows how, how did how did those two dots get connected like right. Aaron in the middle
1: maybe or Yelena just like went to talk to everybody
0: yeah i guess but like I mean, yeah, she had to have known that Flock was a, a Jaegerist before coming to him, right? Because otherwise right. she wouldn't risk doing something like that.
1: Right, right, right. I, hopefully they explain it, but right now I think we can only just guess.
0: Yeah, might not have time to explain it.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, good stuff. They take Hanji away, and then they f- Flock knocks on the door. He says, hey, um, wrap it up. What did he, What did he say? Like we're leaving. I think.
0: I think he said, "We're yeah, we're we're heading out or something."
1: Yeah, and then Aaron sits down and he's like, "I just want to talk to you guys."
0: Well, and he must have said, "Like, put your hands like on the table where I can see them," because Mikasa, uh, you know, she she can slice people up pretty pretty fast. Armin can turn into the colossal titan if he bit his hand or something, and whatever. Gabby, she's she's. just there
1: (laughs) useless okay but i mean all in all great episode i think after a series of slow moving episodes like we've been filled in with the background and now it's like all right we're going
0: yeah we're we're hitting the ground running and i mean was the last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago armin was like we want to talk to aaron by ourselves too so now they're getting that chance at the same time so let's see what they talk about
1: yeah i'm ready for a talk episode
0: oh man Uh, Aaron is so good
1: should we like consider switching up the order to be like top three like right after the the episode summary
0: yeah, hit hit us with your top three.
1: All right, okay. My worst one of the week, I put Gabby. <laughs> you know, Classic. she may or may not be making changes, but the minute she appeared in front of Nicolo and was gloating about how he killed her, I was just like, oh, you have no self-awareness at all. And look who, who you're telling. Look how mad he is. But, I mean, yeah, yeah she, she deserved that punch. And so number three, I put Kea. I was um, very pleasantly pleased when I – because remember, we, we talked about it during that episode where Kea kind of like spilled her backstory, and we were like, there's no way this ends well. And then she finally – she was <laughs> the one who blew up, and she was like, how could you do that to my hero? So, respect.
0: I two. thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's the kind of shock that Gabby needs to finally change herself anyways number two i put aaron i just thought yeah. that one scene where he walks in as they're talking about kill this kill that was perfect and then he yeah, he has the hand up beast number one i Dude, put he's so cool i agree but yeah niccolo for number one i just i mean i think the we can all understand the emotions of that right i mean like the death of sasha just kept getting played out in the last few episodes and it's like we see how much he cares. We all love food. We love Sasha. We love so it's it's uh... yeah, like so we we felt his pain and to see him finally you know take some re- revenge was just oh so satisfying.
0: Yeah, it's like he he was the viewer in that situation taking out all of our frustrations. Yes, it felt uh, good. Yeah, we were pretty close on our on our top. So worst of the week, I also have Gabby. You oh, know, she's trash. Number three, I got Falco. I feel okay. like he, you know, once again, he he's proving to be very situationally aware and just a, a level headed person. I mean, I think he needs to move on from Gabby because. You know, he shouldn't be taking wine bottles to the head, but that's fine. (laughs) Number two, I got Flock, student. Um, He just felt super evil this episode, and I liked it. True.
1: (laughs) I I honestly don't know. Like, who would have thought that that wimpy-looking dude from season three with, like, the little onion haircut would become this guy, leader of the (laughs) Jaegerists, only second to, to Aaron himself.
0: Yeah, this dude was just a random side character that didn't even matter right. before, but look at him now.
1: Yeah, look at character development. Gotta <laughs> love it.
0: But yeah, number one, I got um Nico- no, yeah, Niccolo. Like you said, this dude is going through it. He had a roller coaster of emotions there, and yeah, he good good character this episode for sure.
1: Solid. I feel that. I feel that all in all i mean a lot of good characters this week so i'm not surprised we didn't have too much overlap but that's what happens
0: yeah we'll we'll see where where next week's episode is sounds like we'll we'll get a little bit more talking and i don't know well maybe some action from levi we'll see
1: yeah hopefully
0: all right moving on what's next um let's go questions of the week
1: all right let me see all right i'm gonna check the mailbox how about uh hmm. Hmm. you got one right now
0: yeah let's see let's see oh i got a got a twitter dm to our weebcast twitter
1: Damn, people use Twitter a lot.
0: Yeah, I don't think we have any followers, but we still got this DM question.
1: From a bot?
0: (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. They said, do you collect anything? And if you don't, what would you collect?
1: Do I collect anything?
0: If money were not a factor, we'll say.
1: Right. I feel like I collect a few things, one of which are like, different metro cards from different cities Uh, not that i've been to that many but it's always nice just to like have that card and sometimes they give you like an actual plastic card which is even nicer uh other than that mm, oh i've started this thing where like i try to buy one piece of clothing from every place that i go to uh, it doesn't have to like represent that city or anything, but it's just like a nice little souvenir. So okay, yeah. So when I went to Cancun, I had that that like math shirt with the demon or the devil icon on it. So it's a start. We went to New York and uh, we got those respective jackets.
0: Legendary, that- yeah. It's like even if even if the cloth doesn't say the place, it's like you know where that came from.
1: Yeah. And then over time, dude, your wardrobe just gets filled with a bunch of random stuff from random places. That's kind of nice. The
0: oh, the cat sweater, the cat sweater I got in Colorado.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Legendary.
0: Dude, good times, good times.
1: Good times indeed.
0: All right. What, yeah, let,
1: about, what about you? What do you collect?
0: Yeah, let's let's drop that that photo of us on our Instagram sometime. Maybe for our hundredth episode. Which one? <laughs> Of us, I think we took a picture with the security guards before getting onto the bus to go to Colorado. John. Do you remember that?
1: I never want to see that
0: picture again. Yeah, we'll, we'll drop it for our 100th episode, maybe.
1: Okay, okay. 100, 100. No, not, or maybe just 50, maybe 50. No,
0: we can't let the people know what you're who right, we are.
1: Right, 100 is, it is.
0: Uh, do I collect anything? Yeah, I'm kind of like you. I I try and get clothes from places if I can. I I have a couple of plants now. I think I mentioned a couple episodes ago that that was my hobby, my quarantine hobby. You can see the plants in my background. See, you got one too. Very nice. Maybe if money weren't an option, I would collect cars. Cars (laughs) or cars. cars? Like a... Damn. ferrari
1: <laughs> yeah i mean uh um, yeah money wasn't an option yeah for sure that'd be a that'd be a good one
0: yeah but one day not today for sure okay.
1: you can slowly build up no worries yeah all right i i have one have you been um taking pictures recently
0: Ooh, definitely not <laughs> I don't really. You? I don't really do anything these days, so no, I, I have not been taking photos.
1: You ever bring it like with um, when you visit Leanna? Uh
0: No, I don't. <laughs> I. I mean, I'll, I'll bring it if there's like an occasion, like a right. you know graduation or something like that. But I mean, I feel like the iPhone cameras now are just so good that you don't really need to bring it if it's just a normal day-to-day thing
1: i feel that i feel that 100 percent.
0: yeah and they're just so big too so it's like yeah if your phone actually yours yeah you you have the sony which is small
1: yeah it's a blessing yeah i mean i haven't been taking that many either but i finally so somebody from my school messaged me so like i back in first and second year i used to do like some kind of event stuff for the school so like I would get exposed to like a lot of different random people They wouldn't necessarily know my name or anything, but if they asked yeah. hard enough, they can find out. But then this one right. guy, it's a fourth year, he's going to propose his girlfriend. And then, so he's like, Hey, we haven't really had a conversation ever, but um, why don't you come and take the proposal? So we're going to go to like, a, we went to a museum today just to like check out where we're, we want to do it, like planned it out. And then next Sunday at like 3 p.m., it's it's happening. And he's going to get down on one knee and just pop the question, pull out the ring. It's going to be beautiful. And I just hope that I have and it. Hopefully,
0: hopefully, his girlfriend isn't listening to this podcast. Otherwise, she'll she'll be spoiled.
1: If the girlfriend is listening to this podcast, you better divorce her or you better break it off right now. <laughs>
0: Uh, so so, what are you gonna do? Like, be hiding in the bush or something?
1: Basically. <laughs> See, the interesting thing though about like when the girl enters that mode of like, "OMG, is he proposing?" They kind of tune out everything else, and it takes tunnel
0: vision like, on the ring.
1: Yeah, it takes like a massive amount of motion slash noise for them to like break concentration. But otherwise, like they are locked in with the dude. And so, like, it was surprising. Like, it would come to the point, like, when I did the first proposal with my other friend, like, that girl just did not even know I was there at that point. Like, when he was, when he grabbed her hands, both hands, and he was like, hey, you know, we've been through a lot, right? Blah, 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 blah. She was just like, oh. And then I was over there. I was already, like, clicking, and she just couldn't hear it at all. So...
0: Well, it's because you have the mirrorless camera that doesn't make a sound.
1: True. It's like a small <laughs> sound, but it, right, right, right. I wish I had I think the A two or three has silent shutter, which oh would be amazing. But A one is like made in twenty eleven or something, so it's a little too a little too old.
0: Yeah, do you have a long enough lens for that or are you just kinda kinda move in closer as as the question goes yeah
1: i'm just gonna move in closer i, I thought about it i was like maybe i can get a 135 i was like oh, fuck that. I, i'm not paid enough for this so <laughs>
0: yeah what, how much do you charge
1: um i normally i just do like 50 an hour and then 50 for editing 50 an hour of editing but i was like dude it doesn't matter just pay me what you want it later so <laughs> It's all, it's all like good fun at this point. Like, I just need a break sometimes, so I have no complaints.
0: Yeah, throwback to our graduation photos. Dude,
1: so when I went home this weekend, my mom actually, like, pulled out that photo book, and she was like, I really like these pictures. And then it was, like, the one with, like, us three just, like, equally spaced out, and then there were, like, three door frames in the background. You remember that picture?
0: oh that was so, so good who who took that or did we use a tripod
1: no no no. it was like this random like i had my friend i had my like i don't know how i met her but it was she was like a freshman but i had her tag along for a little bit and <laughs> i was like hey just take this camera and like do something and then she took that and it was like whoa this is a great great um like picture like i was looking at the camera you were looking like off at the distance or something and then justin was like looking at somebody and then it was just like the perfect amount of things that was going that were going on
0: dang legends good yeah. times
1: good times sad sad that it's over but glad it happened
0: yeah I'll, I'll come down there to take your graduation photos when you're when you're graduating
1: oh hell yeah i, I would be very down for that
0: assuming i'm i'm vaccinated which hopefully it would be at that point
1: all right hopefully at that point but good stuff good stuff all right what's um is that it what are we doing after this nothing
0: yeah i don't think we have anything because we usually go into our top three after that
1: all right i kind of like this order better i don't know what do you think
0: yeah i like it too i feel like we oh need something to wrap us up though Right.
1: How about, guess, about song of the week or do we need something even stronger?
0: No, I think, I think song song of the week is okay. Um, okay. I'm trying, do you have one? I'm trying to I think of one. what I've been listening I to.
1: I have one. I think I listened to this song maybe 20 times. Um, oh, yeah? It's Telepatia by Callie Uchis. It's like the one, it's like, Uh, it's anyway it's so good it's so good like you can immediately tell like right when you start playing the song it's like and then it starts yeah it's just like so relaxing but i'm glad you've already heard it so i don't have to like put you on it or anything
0: yeah Yeah, i think it's on spotify's top hits or something oh Hell yeah. Cool, cool. Um, I've been listening to, and not that many times, just a couple times, but Drake released a, it's not an album, but it's like three songs.
1: Right, right, right. There's a word for it. Scary Hours. Yeah.
0: Scary Hours 2. I've been listening to "Wants and Needs featuring Lil Baby. (laughs)
1: Lil Baby wait scary hours i listened to this today i just didn't really remember which one so okay so wants and needs i'm just gonna hard it apparently little baby is horrible at basketball i didn't watch yesterday <laughs> but i heard man
0: there, there's too many rappers with baby in their name there's dub baby little baby all right maybe that's it but you know <laughs> that's still too many
1: two is too many right there's baby keem (laughs) don't know who that is me
0: neither okay well i think that about does it for the week
1: i'm down for that i'm gonna watch the second half of the all-star game while uh while making the graphic but yeah have a good week dude
0: all right talk to you later peace